Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Westworld Season 2, Episode 2, it's called Reunion, full spoilers for the episode as always. I do have I do have a criticism about this episode. Uh, it peaked too early because my favourite scene was the first scene. It's that, a very good scene. That extended up until, because we actually got a scene before the titles this week. Everything up until that, like, I mean, no, it was good after it, don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not complaining about it. It was threw after me because the first beat of music is the same as the title music and then it goes into something it, it does this uh, this really dissonant thing afterwards yeah yeah. and at first i was like oh they're shaking up the title it's, it's very then... very dreamy I, I was getting way more sci-fi vibes from the music during the opening scene mm, i was yeah. get, getting hints of that uh, and obviously because this show plays with time i'm like okay right dolores, when are we dolores she's looking at a real say she's out, out in the real world is this in the future after they all get out is this in the past what's going on and then of course Bernard or Arnold come over, start talking to her, and I'm like, is it Bernard? Is it? is it Arnold? Which one is it? And then, of course, young Ford, we hear his voice from the bottom, okay, it's the past, okay, yeah. all right, it's Arnold. Right? He even calls him Arnold. I'm like, okay, all right, it all is, right. Yeah, yeah, outright. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And I'm like, wait, is she... Because this is something I've noticed, I've really, it's occurred to me recently, is that these show. I mean, not always, because obviously uh, we've had scenes with, like, say, William, uh, like in Logan, when they're not necessarily always around the hosts in season one, but typically speaking, when it comes to like flashbacks of any kind, it's a host that's remembering it or reliving it. Usually, Dolores. Honestly, I think there's in season one. I think there was only one where mm. it wasn't, and that was uh, where they came in on the train. Yeah, and I even then, that... you could argue that there's other hosts in the train. That are there are, but yeah. there, it wasn't being used as a framing device yeah. like it was anywhere else. Because I'm like, okay, right, is, is she remembering us? Did she, is she remember? Because I'll go back to last episode, she's like, oh, there's a, they've got a world out there, you know? And then I'm like, wait, she's actually seen it. She's been there. She's she's, she's witnessed yeah. it, the lights. The, she, keeps, she keeps saying that phrase, you know, have you ever seen anything so, what was it? So, uh, so. Splendid. Splendor? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So, so full of splendor. So full of splendor. Uh, you know, that's the whole thing. And Arnold takes takes her down and. To, to where his new house for his family is going to be and it's like right in the middle of the city it's, like, it's kind of like I mean, it's not New York but it's almost like someone bought a part I think, of I think it's China yeah I, no, I know because I think we're in the Asian Sea uh, yeah there's been a lot of speculation that the entire Westworld Park and all the other parks are in a dome under the water which would be very interesting to go down that path if that's where we go yeah maybe uh, last episode seemed to me more it was on an island out in the sea oh yeah no, that, but, I, think, I, mean... I think that's more like conventional lately because, you know, water around this island. Yeah, it, it was the way that they were coming into the park last episode, yeah. you know, uh, when they found Bernard. Now, yes, yeah, so so he takes it so, so, But again, there is, it, it felt like if, if you were in New York, you, you bought a part of Central Butch, which cost a fortune, might I add. Uh, but as Bernard says, he's, or Arnold says, he's been very, life's been good to him. He's, he's made a lot of money. But it's, it's, it's almost like he's bought a little park in the middle of the city and he's convert, he's building a house on it. That's essentially yeah, what's happening. Pretty much. It's fairly like big house as well. So he's going to have a big courtyard, and you know you see the rooms that are like half done, and as well. And she ends up like repeating her line again. It's almost like he's like seeing her as more human as the scene goes on, and then she starts to repeat her dialogue, and it's like he's like pulled out of it. He's like, Ugh. yeah, it's because you know that that was the whole point when you you know before he leaves to go to this, he says to Ford, "It's like, nah, it's not ready. You know the the yeah. the improvisations are not there yet." Yeah. And, that that does remind me of of um, my critique that I had upon rewatching season one that I forgot mm-hmm. to mention is uh, it's 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 
I think it's a fault of the fact that they had to hide the timeline thing so much. But we were constantly being told that the hosts have evolved so much over the 30 years, right? You know, they were, they were so mm-hmm. much more lifelike now. But they seem, you know, identical in the 30, you know, in the in the past. It wasn't until we saw inside one of them in the past where it looked, okay, right, this is a mechanical and different and not... This, right, but their yeah. actual mannerisms, the way they held themselves, everything was kind of the same. Okay, okay. But they couldn't let they couldn't reveal it to us. No, they early. couldn't. They couldn't. It's so. just, but but it's almost a shame. It's like okay, so that they they are as much as they've become more organic, uh, you know, literally their their mannerisms are still very similar. It's all through Dolores' perspective, and now she's aware that this is the past and she's not real. She's seen the imperfections for what they are, but before she was sugarcoating it. I'll allow it. <laughs> Fix that. Yeah. All right. So, you know, seriously, but one of the, the most interesting things about this scene for me is, uh, again, it's confirming some speculation from last season. Is Obviously, once we learned that Bernard was a host and based off Arnold. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've heard about his son before, of course. Yeah, we, we were wondering, okay, was this memory of the son, was it real or was it just implanted to give Bernard a backstory? Or was it, but it turns out, you know, Arnold mentions his son is called Charlie and that's what, Bernard called the kid as well in the in the memory bit that we got. Yeah, it's just the, the question is is the, is the death itself real? I'm inclined to think it is, but I am too. Yeah, but you know, is there a possibility that no? This was just like for some reason Ford thought this was a way to keep him in check is have this tragic memory of his son dying. Right, because that was a whole thing before where they thought tragedy was the most powerful thing that they had to go through to make them real. And the reason why I'm saying that is I can see potential of Bernard meeting Arnold's son. Yeah, yeah, I can too. That was potentially because if because if, if he's like you know thirty five now, <laughs> right, and he's gonna have this memory of his son dying, but here he is as a as an adult in front yeah. of him. I can see potential in that after what go down that path. Yeah. Uh, but hey, so so no, I loved how dreamlike this quality was. Like how she looked, she looked, uh, uh, you know, the, the sea of lights, the city lights, as if it was like this tranquility. This she didn't see the imperfections; she just saw the the amazement of it. As, and as it, she keeps saying, it looks like the stars have been scattered. Across yeah, that's the what she kept saying, and. Arnold's whole thing was like, oh, yeah, we've kind of got used to it. It looks like nothing to us. And it, and it was almost the, you know, this looks like nothing to me. It was almost yeah. that phrase, the way he said it. And I thought, you know, that's maybe why he, like, appreciates them, is they, they, they appreciate things for what they are because they've seen it for the first time. Just like his son. You know, he, he's talking to Dolores and he's comparing her to his child. It, you know, those... Yeah, and, and, and he, said, he says, you know what, I'm not sure that we're the ones that deserve this world because, you know, we, we have got used to it. We don't look at it in the way that we sh- perhaps should. Yeah, tired of humanity. There's definitely there's definitely something there, or maybe he sees that humans themselves are lacking humanity now. I mean, if you want to get, get... we 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 got complacent essentially. Yeah, we haven't got anything to strive for in the same way that they do. Yeah, which I think nicely sort of parallels with the whole idea that Delos are actually using the park as like a let's main it for information so we can sell them products. Like it's the, it's the opposite of the wonderment. Yes. It's the nitty gritty like shitty side of things. It's very Facebook Amazon, isn't it? Yeah, but turned up to like. I, I, I should hope. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, I, I, there's well, no I mean, way Amazon have DNA yet. I'll, I'll give them that. Yeah. Well, well, Amazon, like, sure, they can keep an eye on what I'm buying, but there's still things that I'm too ashamed to actually buy. <laughs> but the whole point of this park is, is people do things that they think no one can catch them doing. It's true. It's true. I, I, I will say there's a bit of a flaw in that logic to me. It was okay. like okay. This is the ultimate marketing data because you know who they really are. And I'm going, yeah, okay, so you're going to try and sell them stuff, but 
what you're saying they might not want to buy because it doesn't fit with the image of who they are out there as much as they're like oh i quite like that oh, no, i think you're i think you're taking that too literally yeah yeah I, I think it's not so much it's just more how do you take a product they would be willing to buy but make it appeal to them through the the inner like okay. desires and personalities that they're not maybe willing to share it's almost like you're tapping into a secret hidden message because you know who they are inside yeah fair enough i, I don't think it's literally oh yeah dudes you know picked that prostitute so we'll try and sell him this type of lingerie for his wife you know, it's not that you know exact i don't right. think I, th- I think you're still thinking in terms of Amazon when it's a bit more complex and it's more, it's almost about trying to second guess the human psyche. I guess is the perhaps. I mean, that's a fair point. As much as you know, we're we're learning more about Delos. We don't actually know what their primary business is. They're, yeah, well, they're, they're clearly they are the key investors in this park, but this isn't their focus. No, that's, this is not how they became a big company. How they become become. Right? We meet, of course, uh, James Delos. Uh, Logan's father. Uh, played by Peter Mullen, who's a very good actor. Uh, been a bunch of stuff. Quarry, go check out season one of Quarry, the only season of Quarry, but it's very good. <laughs> I highly recommend it's, it. What uh, one of the best seasons of the decade? Yeah, um, and he, you know, it's he like you know. It's, so first of all, he's got a Scottish accent. I, I I appreciate that. That's nice. Um, and he sounds properly Scottish in his his dialogue. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's dropping f bombs and c bombs left and right. Very Scottish. It's very authentic, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so no, so that, that that was nice to see, and it's also kind of nice how William, because we see William, right? and obviously there was a scene before this where we saw William with Logan, and this was Logan even learning about the host. This was you know again, I imagine this is either around the same time as the Dolores scene with uh, Arnold, or just soon after it. Still very early days. Yeah, a little after maybe. Yeah, but we're definitely still way you know way back early on before the parks open, and because because we, we see Angela, we know it's Angela, we know okay that's Angela. And we have this new character, the guy from uh, Fargo, and like a ton of other things that we've seen. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Aketcha, I think, uh, if I'm pronouncing that right. But he he's like this, oh, I'm, we're here to show you, Logan, uh, what a host is. Come for a private demonstration. They take him out of this room. And I, re- I, rec- I recognise Clementine at the piano, so I'm like, okay, there's at least one I know. But I actually very quickly said, I bet it's, it's all, all of them. Yeah. And I, 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 as soon as he was like, you know, because the clue from B was, you know, he says, oh, I wanted a private demonstration. Mm. And he says it is a private demonstration. I was like, okay, they're all hosts. That said, though, I still thought that he himself wouldn't be. I thought he'd still because he's showing them, and it's everyone else. He'd still be there to make the sales pitch. Once you know, once mm. Logan was like awestruck by the fact that everyone was, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, look frozen, and it, then you know he has sex with Angela. But there's a there's a moment though where uh, like uh, like Dolores is there seemingly because she sees this like in the morning. She sees like Angela getting up afterwards yeah they they make a point of saying no these are all our hosts at, at the moment it seems yeah and i'm wondering if it is actually literally the next day after the arnold scene and this is like because because they're in a hotel as well seemingly from from the looks yeah. of it it looks like everyone's in a hotel probably the same hotel it does, it's not a, a much of a stretch to think this is dolores from just you know the night before was also the same night as the it's arnold definitely stuff. plausible yeah so you know, uh, I think... um, it's it's a lot of fun placing the timeline in this episode, isn't it? It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of timelines at play, and I think, uh, yeah, this was definitely all my my probably my favorite stuff of the episode was all this pre park stuff with the sales yeah. pitches and the you know obviously the sales pitches from the the Logan Delos side, but then the the first scene with Dolores and by the way, it really occurred to me this episode how Dolores and Delos are very like similar words, like yeah, yeah, like Dolores, you just take it a little bit in the middle of it, and you've got Delos basically that's true uh, Do, uh, i yeah. will say you know this this opening 
bit with with Arnold made me more convinced that last week's opening was Bernard in the future. The the way that this played was so different. And then Remember we were talking about the opening from last week, right? Uh, yeah, seen... with the, the different aspect ratio where we had the conversation like right, okay. with them. Uh, and when we were debating, you know, who who it was, because we weren't sure if it's in the is, past. Is it Arnold in the past? Arnold. Is it Bernard in the future? Right. Yeah. And this here, the fact that the way this played out after last week, it feels more to me like the other one was, you know, the, the future, and that was Bernard, especially with the, the aspect ratio then being so different whereas this here we're seeing you know back in this timeline before the parks opened and you know the aspect ratio is still the same yeah yeah so for, for me it's adding more towards that at the moment i'm still not convinced the aspect ratio means that specifically okay because it's never done it because there's been so much playing with timelines and it's never right. done it with any other scene which is why i'm thinking there's something more specific to it Okay, that's fair. I think the only reason I'm thinking that is because I think that's the future in a way we've not sure. seen before. Like, whereas you know, I, I mean, need... to, to them it's the present, sure, but from our perspective, I need more evidence or more more data to. No, come no, up with my... yeah, we yeah, that's fair. Let's see if a we theory. get another scene like it and you know track yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so we had that, but then of course we mentioned the scene where everyone in the park freezes. It's, you know, it's the classic scene we've seen of Dolores, you know, dropping the ten and. Yeah, uh, yeah. Teddy, the, the the lovable goofball that he is, picking it up, and that's when Peter Mullen, you know James Delos and uh, Williams there, and Williams all, hey, this is the future, like yeah, yeah, you're you know that idiot Logan, yeah, he's not don't know what he's doing, but I see a future in this, and that, he kind of basically pitches to him, hey, it's not just selling it as a theme park, it's about looking at what they do and then using that information in other ways, uh, and that that you know very interesting and of course that piques his interest because he's not really excited about the park he's like ah even if this is big in 20 years i'll probably be dead but then i'm an old man <laughs> like yeah not... i want something tangible like before that uh but he he, he sells them on it. and then the next time we get the we get a flashback it's uh, a few years later because william now has a daughter who's you know five six yeah something, yeah. Else, something like that e emily her name was don't know if that'll be relevant later oh maybe yeah um i we knew that from season one you're right, we did. Baron Black talked about his daughter Emily. He did. He did, yeah. Uh, but he, he, like, William's there, and what's funny is we see his wife, and we knew that he obviously was with her before, but he wasn't married yet uh, when he yes. came to the park, and now they've got a daughter who's like five or six, so it's a few years later. But, you know, being, like, essentially the, the, the shareholder of the company now and the control of the park, He's he's got some hosts here for the entertainment. He's he's got Dolores playing the piano, and I did like the subtle little thing where the little girls are like, talking to her, and then her mom's like, "No, come over here. Stop talking to the, the weird robot. <laughs> stop, stop, stop it." Yeah. And Dolores is just confused, and we see that Logan's on a bit of a bender as well. He's uh he's shooting up. Uh, his life's been taken. <laughs> he's yeah. been on a downfall. He's uh not in the best of places. Clearly, mm -hmm. he's uh. Yeah, is he? He's you know he's um, just trying to find the scene in my nose. There's, there's, he said something really interesting about ah, yeah. He's like you know um, they're up there. The, where's the whole species starts to burn? You know they're mm -hmm. they're you know this is it. This is the beginning of the end. He's kind of seen that. This is he's he's almost foreseen the revolution. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he's like no, no, they're causing it. They're making it worse with what they're doing. Yeah, I'm curious specifically what he's talking about. Or oh, the world's burning, and the, those guys in there who are celebrating, they let the matches. Yeah, and it, it, but that's it. It's not. It's not that the world's burning. It's just the whole species is burning. 
Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's more in, more interesting about humanity rather than the world. Because Logan's not exactly a character I expect sound moral judgment from. So I think it's interesting that he's recognising that, that, that what they're doing is amoral. Yes. And what's going on here is something he sees leading to a very bad place. Because I, I don't think he's he's not thinking of a robot up, up, you know, uh, uprising. <laughs> That's not what he's thinking, by any means. Uh, he, he's seeing what they're doing with and how they're using their information, what they're actually getting from the park, and that's something that's not sitting with him. And given how we don't see him as very likable, I mean, we don't like Logan, Logan's an asshole, but... But apparently he's less of an asshole than, than William is now. Possibly. Well, that's, that's one of the things, when you were asking last week, you know, why should we see William like after the park? And I'm like, because how does he transform into the man in black? I mean, that's a big leap no, from, from that to... I, I think I was like, day. I didn't want to just see him in the park again. I hadn't considered oh, sure. seeing the outside world because that wasn't really a possibility last week. That had not... Oh, yeah, yeah. As soon as it opens with Dolores looking at the city, like, oh, this is new. <laughs> yeah, this opens up a whole new can of worms because... Yeah, we'd never seen this before in this show, so yeah, yeah. I was just expecting it still, okay, well, if it's William again, you know, when he comes back the following year in yeah. the path, and like, that's, that doesn't seem as interesting to me. And there was a couple of scenes I want to point out as well where Dolores would kind of like pause, and it would kind of go into one of these flashbacks, or she'd remember there was like a, a scene where she sort of just glimpsed, she was like imagining standing at the window again, and it was going yeah. back and forth, like fading to black and whatnot. Yeah, and it, she, it reminds me of um, you know, you know, where it was the end of the, the scene where they're all frozen in Sweetwater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it really focuses in on her face at the end. Yeah, it's like, I, okay, it, is she aware of all this? Every time we get a flashback and she was there in the scene, and I'm like, that's why we're getting these specific flashbacks, is because these are the ones where she was present, or at least another host was present, and saw this and witnessed this. Yeah. And is she remembering? Now, obviously, she wasn't there at the start of the... the you know, it was Angela who was there for the last big scene with the, the demonstration. Uh, and not necessarily for the first, like, second... Like, you know, 30 seconds of it. But that's okay. Like, I don't see that as cheating by having a little intro before the host who's remembering it comes in. No. I'm not... I'm not going to be that pernickety about it, but... Uh, but again, like, it always feels like, no... Dolores is remembering these. I don't know if she's remembering them for the first time because you know she's maybe just she's because she's self-aware now. Is she like accessing her data banks and going through these memories and like getting more information as she goes? And we're kind of seeing them as she's kind of like gathering this intel. Yeah, and, and I, I don't think it's a, you know she's not voluntarily just accessing them. I don't think. I think it's oh, more sure, you know, they're yeah. being triggered like memories. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Which is interesting because it's exactly like memories. Because you know right. you you used to see something, it makes you think of something, and you know it's. Just, but the difference, of course, for the horse is that it plays back like an actual real living. 3D. They they relive it, yeah. yeah. They relive it, yeah. Than... That's the best way of saying it. So, very interesting. Mm. Um, and then if we if we go go, go to some other stuff here, um, uh, in in the park. I mean, I, I mean, well, I say in the park. We we see like a you know one of the guests comes into the one of the, the areas with the technicians and they're you know processing the dead bodies and what the dead hosts I should say specifically, and uh, that's all going on. He's like, oh, there's an uprising up there. It's the chaos massacre, and I wasn't expecting this to go what it, it did because the door opens and Dolores just comes out of the control room and just starts shooting the shit out of people and it's like she's got Teddy there, she's got Angela, yeah. and this is like full on part of her plan. She's like convincing and- Teddy, showing him his past deaths and. You know, yeah, like yeah, the technicians are scared of her. Like it's full on. Like she's like on a mission. Like in here, she is. She knows exactly what she's going for. So to place this stuff in the timeline and pretty much all the park stuff, oh, no, no, not including the man in black, obviously, uh, timeline wise, uh, the the earlier part of this two weeks between the the night of the the we'll call it the the self aware yeah. 
you know, Skynet trigger, if you want to call it that. The um, Awakening. The Awakening, sure. Um, and then, of course, uh, Bernard finding all the bodies. Uh, that's two weeks later. This is near the start of the two weeks. It's, it's it after is. the scenes with her last week, presumably, talking to Teddy about you know finding the outside world. And, and I, I assume this is also after the scenes we had with Maeve last week. Yes, yes, that, that stands yeah. to reason. Because we run into her, of course. And we do. They, those two have interacted so little. This almost felt like two different shows having a crossover. <laughs> once. They've interacted exactly once. What was the once? Remember the it once was, once it was, it was one. the once where Dolores walks past her in the town and she says that you know, these violent delights have violent ends. Hmm. That is it. That was the only time they interacted in the whole of last season. And what was really interesting about this this interaction is like they sort of like they, so, so your horn Hector are coming up and they stop and they shoot they aim their guns to see who it is and they're like okay it's you, and they have a bit of a philosophical back and forth like oh you're free now it's like oh yes and it's like oh we're going to fight it's like well I guess fighting only your way and is this back and forth and I love at the end of it Maeve is like well if you are you know if you're fighting for freedom here you have to, I assume you're going to let us pass because we're free you're not going to yeah. stop us. And Dolores is kind of—it's almost like a smirky shrug, where she's like, "Yep, that that makes sense." Do you know what this this scene said to me? Is this this is defined uh, Dolores's journey for the season for me? I think okay, it's her recognizing that she hasn't given them freedom. She's just a mm. different. They've just got a different ruler, and it's her because it's you know yeah. Maeve turns to Teddy. It's like, do you feel free? And he's not, is he? He's just following <laughs> what Dolores says. But I think it's worth mentioning, though, they can't because none of them are self-aware. Like, the, right, o- the, o- exactly. the only ones that are self-aware that we're really, truly aware of is Dolores and Maeve. Yes. Right? And we've seen the other ones are kind of malfunctioning because, uh, as the man in Black puts at one point, they're finishing their stories and no one's resetting them. So they're kind of just going. Waiting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and further and further and whatever, where that ever leads. So, but the only ones who are truly self-aware are Dolores and Maeve. So that, that is interesting. And, I mean, I mean, maybe Bernard will be at some point. Maybe he kind of is. Maybe he's going through his own weird like journey to get to that point this season. Yeah, I, I think he might be because I don't know. Or maybe with Bernard, it's like he un- he actually he knows intellectually what he is and what's going on, but he's not really self aware in the sense that he has like his own thoughts and feelings yet. Does That's that the make thing. Sense? He, yeah, he he definitely makes his own decisions, but is that just reactive programming or is that him making the choices? Uh, it's it's a little unclear with Bernard. Yeah, it's I, unclear. I, I do find it interesting. This scene was might have been my favorite scene between you know between Dolores and Maeve. Because it really feels like, oh, this is the showdown. There's going to be two sides. This is yeah, they're the, going to be the, the opposing forces. To 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 round that down to a more better phrase, it's opposing ideologies. There's there's yeah. there's two camps. There's there's two ideologies coming out of the the, the only two self aware people in the park are the two self aware hosts. Already, there's two ideologies, and I, th- I think you know you often look at these types of shows, these type this type of science fiction as exploring humanity and community and how how societies work and form into groups and you know that kind of thing and i feel like the fact that we only have two self-aware hosts and we already have two conflicting ideologies which for now are playing nice with each other but i do wonder does it lead to some sort of conflict later on when yeah. they because right now they're not in each other's way i mean no, literally still, they were for a second antagonistic but, to each other yeah. though. like already they're like mm, i don't know if you're going about this the right way i don't really they don't approve of the other yeah and i wonder actually like like I could see it be ultimately going away where they eventually realize, you know, understand each other and sort of like come to this new ideology based on what they learn from each other. I could also see it being like 
do they actually learn what hatred like feels really truly feels like for by hating each other? Like, because I mean, Dolores thinks she hates everyone right now. Maybe she does, but and maybe Maeve hates everyone for what they've done, and maybe she does. But I'm just wondering, like, that's like based on what they were already doing. I wonder if this is like a truly like I hate you because of who you are. And it'd be like an interesting thing because they're both hosts, they're both it's, it's fabricated. Because yeah, you know, on that line about that, you said about hate, and yeah. you, know, uh, you know, Dolores says here, you know, she's off for revenge, and Maeve's like, eh, revenge, it's just another one of their things. She's, yeah, yeah. She, she's almost above that, and Dolores is just sinking into those base desires. It's interesting. It's very interesting. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, uh, so she's grabbed one of the technicians. They've actually got a technician kidnapped. And she's trying to like, build an army because she's made them say, okay, what's going to happen if nothing, you know, no one responds and what was, 800 men might come. Okay, where are they coming? They're coming here. All right, fine. We're going to go and get an army. <laughs> There's a lot of talk of gathering armies in this episode. A lot of talk of gathering armies. Uh, Man of Black's trying to as well. It doesn't go very well, though. More than that later. Uh, so, uh, and she actually, like, you know, like, goes to these guys and they're like, oh, we're just going to, like, you know, take you and pick who we want and blah and she's like everyone you know, her and Angela and Teddy just shoot the shit out of them and then she gets the technician to bring him back to life he's like well now you answer to me because I just brought you back to life that's because he's talking about how he only answers to this one guy and he only answers to God and she's yeah. like well now I'm basically God because I just brought you back to life so now you follow me to glory that, that's essentially what the scene is uh, yeah. well done stuff and they go with her and the whole thing and one flashback we had, of course, is uh, after the party, we see William comes out and talks to her, and then eventually he's like, I'm going to... And in fact, actually, later on, he wakes her up in the, the command centre. He's like... Yes, in, in the park. This is right in the end now. It's very reminiscent of, uh, you know, you know, either Bernard or even, in some cases, Ford waking up the hosts in the, the, you know, the glass rooms. Yeah, and, yeah or, or all the, conversa- or the conversations that Arnold had with her. Yeah, all, all that season one stuff, it's very reminiscent of all that. And it's like, yeah, he's this powerful now, he can do this, he can just, he, he's one of the guys who can come in here and talk to them. And I think it's unique because even though we know Man in Black in theory is the one who kind of owns this for the most part, we've never seen him actually go down there and talk to them in that way before. No, we, we've, I think that's what's saying, because obviously we, we know him as the one hunting the game, you know, yeah. Arnold's game and now Ford's game, but William isn't there yet he's not he's not and he's not into the the game he's there as a business he's not there for the philosophical ideologies which that, is why that, i yeah. definitely think the story to tell there of how he becomes someone who cares about this and why does he care about it where did, where did this thirst for this really come from no it's true he gives a a really great speech here and you know he says to you know, to, uh, to dolores she obviously can't respond to this point. he's like you know yeah you're really just a thing and then he goes on a bit more and goes you know what you're not even a thing you're just a reflection yeah, because he discovered who he was by how it, what she and everything else here brought out of him. And yeah, so on. and he's like, yeah, and, and you know what? Everyone loves seeing their reflection in this way. You know, everyone loves being shown who they are, and they, they and that's why this is you know what it want what he wants it to be. Yeah, and it's a very different because last season they had very sweet scenes together, and then this didn't feel sweet at all. This was completely different. This was very. She's just sitting there still, uh, completely robotic, uh, no pun intended, and he is just in control. And he's like, oh, I'm going to show you something. And he takes her out. And it's basically they're 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 excavating uh like a part you know somewhere out in the distance of the park. And it's the same place that Dolores in present day wants to go. And she even references, oh, an old friend was foolish enough to show me this. There's a yeah. weapon there, and obviously they're just excavating this place right now. In the past, we don't get to see what they're going to put there. And I don't think it's literally a weapon. I think she's going to use it as a weapon, but I don't think what it is itself is a weapon. I have some speculation. I I have one kind of bit of speculation 
my on. one guess right now, and this is just a stab in the dark for the most part. It could be a lot of other things. They could they could show me lots of other things that will, you know, put me on different paths. But right now, my best guess would be all of the knowledge they've gained from all the people who have came to the park. I I thought of that, but I've got a uh, maybe a more interesting idea. Yeah, pat yourself on the back, you prick. No, 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 okay. So, as Dolores is, you know, saying to this place, you know, about the weapon to Mm -hmm. to Teddy, there's a lot of talk of the beyond, or, you know, as they call it, you know, the the, the Great Valley, you know, all these, you know, the the, the various words for it. And obviously, we see they're building this place. I'm wondering, is this a a doorway, a gateway to the next world? Is that what he's building, the next world, like Shogun world, perhaps, that we're going to see? Okay, all right. And that's the weapon is things that they can't comprehend it's oh they okay you think you're fighting these you know gunslingers well here's a bunch of samurai you know like that sort of thing yeah do, do they go around multiple parks and gather like armies of different types right okay all right well it's funny actually because earlier on when teddy said well we, you know we'll, we only have you know 50, 50 men we need an army see. and she's like oh we'll get an army i actually thought she meant at first going to the other parks and getting like other people but I was, oh yeah there's a lot of cowboys and stuff there. <laughs> yeah, yeah start here yeah uh, but that's that. That is interesting. I like that. I, I do but like the I, idea I, of them using the knowledge as a weapon, though. Like, it's like we know who everyone is. We have all the secrets. I agree. And knowing that, you know, okay, so Bernard is based on Arnold, mm-hmm. and we know that Delos is collecting memories and DNA. Can they do the same thing that that Ford did with with Arnold Bernard and essentially replicate people with with this DNA and memories that they have? So is this a facility that, like a cloning facility, or for all intents and purposes? Hmm. I mean, I don't know if that's specifically what she would want to use it for, and if she did, who would she want to make her clone? Yeah, I mean, people in the positions of power, presumably, because that would give her the, the influence to, to do what she needs. Oh, to send out sleeper agents? Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, but it could be, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's very exciting, like, do, you know, do we, I mean, I don't know if we'll get it this season, but do we, do we eventually get Dolores and some of Dolores on the mainland, you know? I can see that as almost the season cliffhanger, like the ending, yeah. right? Like, they're finally there. Um, definitely excited about other parks. I, I do think it's very interesting we, we, uh, we know there's at least six. Yes. Um, we know there's a tiger from one of them. Uh, I got a suggestion in the comments that maybe the tigers, maybe there's like a safari type of park that's not just yeah, like... Yeah, could be. Uh, uh, that or it's Indian themed in some way. Yeah, possibly. Because it was, uh, it was uh, the, where the tiger was from. Yeah. Uh, so it could be that. It could be like a safari thing where maybe it's like, it's a safari with animals from all different, you know, so you, you know, you, you get the tigers yeah. from India, but you also get, you know, stuff from South America. You get animals from yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, could be. You know, that, that could be a, a thing to have. Uh, I, I think it's also you know worth noting that you know we talk about this this weapon place, and I assume this is where the man in black wants to go as well. Is what he's talking about, and he says you know he's uh, he the greatest. Re- yeah, he yeah. built it, which because that's what you know. So I'm, I'm assuming it's the same place he's referring to, and he says it's his greatest regret. Which is maybe what the one thing I'd say it goes against you. It's just access to the other park because why would he say he regrets building one of the other parks if there's like you know no, all five of them? That's true. You know, uh, Unless it's this specific ones like like been abandoned because he doesn't like it or something. I don't oh, know. Sure. And obviously we know it was his idea to get into all the the memories and DNA and all that that we you know, we saw him tell you know Daddy Dallas about that. I don't remember him referencing it uh, last season. Like, was there more parks when they went? 
Is that a new thing in the, in the 30 years since? They never they never referenced Denny, so mm. maybe they're new. But just because they weren't talking about others doesn't, you know, because they were very cagey with the information they were showing well, what, us. What I'd like about that is it would mean that that's why the show's called Westworld more than anything else, because that was the original part. Even if there's, like, six now and we'll see all the, all the other six. Like, this is no, where it started. All the flashback stuff will be in Westworld, because that's the one I, that was like, there. I, I'm inclined to think it was just Westworld at the start when they were there, because... You know, we, we got the the further back stuff when you know before the yeah. park was open. It was in that that village, and it was like, oh, these are the original hosts. This is all yeah. we've got. And it's in the west, so that was definitely the first setting. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Uh, if this is an island, it makes me wonder how big. Because obviously, the, the, the West World itself is big enough for them to ride for a couple of days. You know, and get a train. Yeah. And, yeah there's, there's a big area. And if they've got like enough to have multiples of those for each of the, the parks, you know, is the Shogun World just as big? And then you've got, you know, whatever yeah, else, Roman World, uh, Medieval World, just to use the ones from the movie. Is the, yeah, is who, the who knows what we'll actually get. Yeah. Um, I so hope there's like a futuristic sci-fi world. Future World. Because that, that was a sequel as well. That was one of them. That was like a sequel yeah. movie. I, I wonder like... Cause that'd be such a cool cliffhanger if, like, if the, if they let's say if like they, they can't handle the army or something, they, they all run to the next park over. They don't know what it is. They land in it, and it's like, you know, <laughs> that is stepping into Blade Runner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Star Trek or whatever. Basically, yeah. um, that said, if William, well, William wouldn't be there because it's present day. But if William steps steps in a Star Trek, thing, I'm just going to think of uh, USS uh, Callister. Was that yeah. what it was called? Yeah, it was Callister. Yeah, yeah the Black Mirror episode right. for, for reference. Um, which means we need Jesse Plemons to show up. Uh, he'd be a... Now, speaking yeah, of why not? Uh, speaking of actors showing up, that we know because we mentioned the what's his face from Fargo, um, Zan McLaren, who uh, we mentioned yes. earlier. And, and speaking of Breaking Bad castmates, as speaking of Breaking Bad castmates, uh, Gus Fring <laughs> was uh, in the Man in Black's plot. Man in Black comes and gets uh, Lawrence, who of course was his helper last season. And what was really interesting about this first scene with him is that he actually needed Lawrence's help. He was going to get yeah. killed. This horse was about to kill him, and he's like, Lawrence, pass me the gun. I, I, I think it's really amusing that, you know, the the whole time we've known Man in Black, he's told about, oh, this is what he's wanted. He's wanted mm. the stakes to be real. I think it's amusing. He's He's got this finally, but mm. he's, you know, he's the old man. He's not in his peak anymore. He can't take them on as easily as he once could. He Also, he's got the hacks. He knows where the health kits are hid. He does, doesn't he? But you know, it's funny because he, he punched the hole in the wall in this bar. He pulls it. And I wasn't quite sure what it was at first, and then he sat down. and He was like, "Oh, it's a, it's just a med kit. It's a first aid yeah. kit." I thought it was because it was a red yeah. bag. And, you know, yeah, yeah. Stands to reason. But I was like, he's literally just he knows where the secrets are. That's not fair. He he makes a point of saying he's yeah. cheating, but hey, right? You know, Ford changed the rules. I'm gonna just cheat. That's fair. So he 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 wants to get an army himself, and he goes to goes to the town and. Uh, Gus, Fr- I'm calling him Gus Fringer. <laughs> What's his actual name? L something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, you know, he's given this big speech. He doesn't want to go anywhere. He, he gives this this whole whole metaphor about oh the, the animals didn't go after the stick because they tried it when they were young. It didn't yeah. work, so they just never tried it again. So he was kind of like saying that was him. He didn't want to go and try anything else. He's like, no. Yeah, I'd... it was the, the elephants. Yeah, because obviously you know, big enough they can take out a tree, but it's just a little steak. But because you know, you, 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 if you you just condition them. Yeah, that's it, and it's it's the same for all the hosts. It's they don't know any better. But Man in Black tries to strong arm. He puts a gun to his head, says, "Hey, make your friend fo- make make your men follow me. Make them follow my commands." And and then he just turns and, much like young young Ford did, he's just like, "Hey, William, 
this game's for you and you alone. And then all of the hosts around them just put guns up to their head and blow their own brains out. Yeah, and that... it's worth noting that the final line says is, uh, you know, from from Ford's mm. line, yeah. is, uh, I'll see you in the valley beyond. Yeah, which is also what, uh, yeah, Dolores and that have been saying. It is, but, yeah. Yeah, but again, as Teddy, you know, in case you didn't get this here, Teddy, you know, talks about, you know, oh, glory, valley beyond. Everyone has these words for it, but we're all headed there. You know, this is the, the afterlife, essentially. Hmm, yeah. Um, which isn't really the afterlife. Which is why, again, I'm coming back to it's the information. Because, yeah, to, again, to reference another Black Mirror, I'm thinking Sandra Napero, the idea that all the data collected is essentially the afterlife. Because no, no, it's true. you and exist it, it in some fashion. Think, did Ford create himself a copy of himself and a host body? Well, we got we got his voice in this episode. Uh, we did, so he's not completely gone from the show. Not completely gone from the show. I don't know if we'll get him back necessarily. I do wonder if that's like again the weapon. Like, what if this is literally they're building an afterlife, and like maybe like Delos's plan is that when someone dies, they'll sell their loved ones. Hey, we've got their memories and their DNA. We can give you a copy. Yeah, yeah that's like, true. Well, what if the weapon is we'll kill your afterlife, we'll destroy it. <laughs> that's dark as shit but i'm down for it that is dark as shit but dolores is kind of on the edge this season so she, she might do such a crazy thing so i i, I don't know uh, but that's that's exciting baby anyway, i just want to say the shot from above when the, all the men in the circle all killed themselves that was a that was a nice Fantastic. shot yeah. just on um the whole of dolores you know being the, the the new ruler you know you know in the in the same way that we, we always refer to you know, ford was the, the god of the place yeah. Dolores is very much setting herself up as the god now, and in the you know when she's talking to you know the the guy she's parlaying with, and after she wakes him up, you know she says you know we we have all toiled in God's service long enough, so I killed him, and, and, and you know he says now you need my favor, you know she's taken his place, she's the new god of this place, and I think that's really interesting how that conflicts with Maeve because that was a lot of her plot last season was she kind of made herself into a god in the park, right? Yeah. Yeah, she she gave herself the ability to control them all at will and you know rescript them, and but Dolores isn't literally rescripting them. She's taking the you know she's actually just convincing them or strong arming them. Yeah, um, it, I, 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 I I don't know where that goes specifically. I I, I need to see more, it, but it's it's definitely interesting. Um, I think what's interesting for me, though, to go back to the timelines, because obviously there was no Bernard present day, you know, two weeks there after. There was none the, of that, no Charlotte, no... No Charlotte. And I am fascinated about how this two weeks, like, apart is going to connect up and, like, you know, how we fill in that gap. And, I mean, it already was last week, but now that we know she's looking for a weapon, now that we know what we do... Yeah, I'm just thinking, you know, this place that they're looking for a weapon, is this the place that's flooded? Now it could, yeah, it could be. Yeah, in the in the two weeks, like, do, do they yeah. flood this place? Because it, it kind of looks similar, you know, that big cliff that they look down over it. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. I don't know, like, and and if they have flooded it, have they flooded? Uh, and and let's say Bernard did flood it. In you know, let's take him at his word from last episode that he did this. Mm-hmm. What did he do this to to keep the weapon from them? Did he do this just to hide the weapon? To, to cover it back up, perhaps, and they're collateral almost. Here's the thing. If Dolores runs into Bernard and she recognises him as Arnold, how does that conversation go down? I don't know, but I can't wait. She remembers <laughs> Arnold. 
she either thinks it's him, does she not know it's him at f- not, not not know it's a host at first, and then realise it's a host? You know, how, how, how does that... Re- does she think she's lost in her memory because he, he looks exactly the same? Hmm, no, yeah, just confused. Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting idea. Uh, I don't know. Possibilities. So possibilities, yeah. Uh, there's, there's possibilities all, all over the place here. Uh, but no, it's a good episode. It's a good episode. Um, it is, and we had a couple of really nice other the piano covers that we that we haven't had yet this season. Yeah, yeah there's a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, we got the one that you know the the first one, Runaways. They used in the I think it was in the first trailer that they used. Yeah, but I really like that they they tra- transitioned into the original version when we went back into you know into the club in the flashback. Mm. Where you know where where William and Logan were. I thought that was a really effective touch for it. Yeah, because they were in the real world as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it should change over when it does. So no, it's, yeah. it's a nice technique, and I think um, I think I might like last week's a little bit more as an episode just overall. I think it was more like oomph <laughs> in the stuff. That's fair. That's typical of an episode one. Yeah, though. this one had a lot more uh, texture to it, though. I feel like a lot of the stuff uh, we're really getting to sort of the the dreamy Dolores, what's going on in her head, kind of. Because I, I think a big thing last season, of course, was all about her finally like talking to herself in her head. That was what we were getting yeah. up to, the bicaramel mind. Uh, bicameral mind, if I say that properly. I always end up saying caramel by accident. I don't mean to do it, it's Tams. Like, but like this season, like I think her journey's not actually done yet because she's not actually learned to... like, th- like She's thinking for herself, sure, but she's not learned how to actually use it yet and grow from it yet. It's it's all rage. There's no empathy, no compassion. There's no anything else that and, self-aware people have. And again, I was talking about this last last episode, but I, I do seriously think there'll be some parallels to uh, William Man in Black and does he like like as to to like to bring her down to 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 give her humanity does he have to refine his humanity to convince her in some way or does it, or do the stories just parallel and what they do separately it or has, something has he already found his humanity in some ways because if if this weapon is something he regrets mm-hmm. you know why, why would he regret it unless he has changed it's interesting and what sort of lesson is Ford what to teach William the man in black by yeah. setting up this game you know uh, it, there's more to that relationship because we got that one scene with them talking to each other last year in the bar and the, the, yeah because obviously I, I don't think they knew each other before they bought the park but yeah yeah, yeah. yeah there was you know 30 odd years Again, where they were business partners talking about uh mave and dolores feeling like it's a crossover from two other shows that scene last season with man in black and ford felt kind yeah, of the did, same yeah. it was like that yeah. one scene where they interacted but then everything else was 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 separate so uh, it's true it's very interesting so but no, that's episode two it's doing a, a great job of really expanding the world, quite literally here. But... Yeah, and, and making us go, what the hell's going on? What's happening? Um, and now that we know there's multiple timelines, they're saying, well, now we have like six. Keep up. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going, <laughs> okay, you know that you've got them, so we're just going to jump around. And they, they they trust us to follow along as to what's where. And yeah. it, it doesn't feel like they're trying to trick us out yet. Yes, other that, than that opening one last season. I, last still, I, I still feel there's trickery here. We just, we just don't oh. know it's trickery yet. <laughs> right, right, but it doesn't f- yeah. It doesn't feel like there's active trickery with the timelines as okay. much. Okay. Um, sure, sure. 
All right. Okay, so that, that is uh, that is episode two. So let us know what you thought of this episode in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fudge for channel updates. If you want to support the channel and everything we do here, keep us going, head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv. There's a link to that in the description, but otherwise that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla?